1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Great America Podcast with Lou Dobbs, always in the fight for truth, justice, and yes, our American way of life. And now here he is, the Peabody award winning voice of truth, the great Lou Dobbs. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Great America Show. This country, as I'm sure you've noticed, is in an awful way. And the reason, or at least much of the reason, is the fellow in the White House, President Biden himself is in an awful way. There's no arguing the point. Now he's trying to get the infrastructure spending bill that he calls uh, BBB build back better. He wants to get that bill passed, but a majority of the senators won't support the bill. The plan that costs as much as $4.6 trillion, you know, the same bill that he says was only 1.75 trillion. So Biden is out on one of his cancel culture tours trying to cancel both the truth and a long-standing Senate rule. Biden is out trying to convince folks that the real issue is the filibuster. That's a Senate rule that's been around since 1806, requiring 60 votes for some measures to pass. Biden wants to end the filibuster, and he blames naturally the Republicans for his low approval ratings, his public ridicule, and his lack of credibility with most of the American people. Even the Pope has weighed in saying the cancel culture created by the left in this country is nothing more than an attempt to rewrite history. Well, Joe Biden has been out trying to rewrite history. Uh, If if you've been to a grocery store checkout line or filled your car at the gas pump lately, you know that prices are pretty high. Washington just made it official. The Biden inflation rate has jumped to 7% in December. The highest rate of inflation since 1982. The highest inflation rate in 40 years in this country. Of course that effectively wipes out any pay increases that you and your family receive. It puts incredible pressure on household budgets all over America and that doesn't include huge increases that are expected in home heating oil over this winter due to the president's war on petroleum as well. So where has our commander-in-chief focused Well, he flew to Atlanta to whip up support for dismantling the filibuster in the Senate, a thinly disguised plot to hand total control of legislation to Democrat leader, Senator Chuck Schumer. Biden mangled history in a manic speech about voting rights. He kept in voting the nonsensical Jim Crow 2.0 malarkey while he conveniently overlooked the truth that the authors and enforcers of all Jim Crow laws in this country We're Democrats. I repeat, Democrats. And he gave the audience a series of either or choices. He said, will you stand with Martin Luther King or George Wallace? He failed to point out that the former governor of Alabama was a Democrat. He also asked, will you stand with Congressman John Lewis or with Bull Connor? Again, Connor, the infamous Birmingham, Alabama police commissioner, who turned fire hoses and snarling dogs against civil rights demonstrators was, that's right, a Democrat. The president then wrapped up his Q and A by asking, will you stand with Abraham Lincoln or with Jefferson Davis? This one completed his total dunsification. The Confederacy's first president, Jefferson Davis, was a Democrat. Abraham Lincoln, who freed the slaves, was a Republican. As I said, even the Pope is weighed on this. The cancel culture has become nothing more than an attempt to rewrite history. And it is pure propaganda spewing from the lips of the president of the United States to take all of this up with us. Now Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene, she has more than a passing familiarity with the cancel culture and the venomous left wing of the democratic party. We're joined now by Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congressman, great to have you with us here on the show. Uh, I I appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you so much, Lou. It's good to be on with you today.
1: Let's uh, start with a few uh, elements in the in the news. Uh, Some word that the January 6th committee, uh, uh, first of all, uh, apparently now wants to talk to the minority leader, uh, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, What do you what do you think of that?
0: Well, yeah, the news just came out that the January 6th committee is uh, uh, wanting to speak with him and get his testimony. I think it is absolutely ridiculous, more of the witch hunt. But, you know, um, Adam Kinzinger has basically cleared everyone. So he's shown that this whole thing is nothing but a scam. It's a clown committee. Um, After Ray Epps supposedly went in and spoke to the January 6th committee, even though there's no evidence of that, there's no video of it, no, no transcript, uh, no one saw Ray Epps come talk to the January 6th committee. But according to them, he supposedly did. And Adam Kinzinger put out a tweet thread that, uh, that basically said that, yes, Adam Kinzinger uh, told people to go in the Capitol. So that would be organizing and, and told people to go in, urging people to go in. But yet Adam Kinzinger says that Ray Epps is uh, ha- apparently committed no crime. And then he thanked Ray Epps for coming and talking to the January 6th committee. So I don't know why they want to talk to Kevin McCarthy. I, I think it's ridiculous. If, if Ray Epps, the man on video, uh, over and over shown to be organizing and, and telling people and and even uh, being there when they were pushing down the fences, um, sending people in the Capitol, if he's not guilty of a crime, then what's the point in talking to Kevin McCarthy, president Trump, or any other member of Congress?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's stunning. Maybe that the January six uh, committee should do, be subpoenaing, uh, the Democrat texts and emails as well for any connection to Epps. I would think that they would want to jump right on that, uh, Epps, I don't know what he was doing, but his language, uh, his appearance on video. Uh, is quite convincing of his interest in moving uh, rioters, demonstrators, and protesters uh, into the Capitol. I mean, he's saying, that way to the Capitol, and let's go in. Uh, I, I don't know what you would call that language, uh, but it sure did seem to me to be, uh, at the very least, being a traffic cop for a protest that turns uh, turns very bad.
0: Oh, yeah. he's. I mean, if anyone's guilty of anything, it's Ray Epps. Ray Epps and the guy up on the scaffold, scaffold commander, uh, Red red Face, the the other guy. There's all these people, these different characters, um, people that were seen wearing earpieces. Yeah, those people were up to something. Yeah. And then on video, they're definitely guilty. But people that members of Congress had objected on January 6th to electoral college votes. No, that had nothing to do with the riot. President Trump giving a speech at the Ellipse uh sending people go in peace make your voices be heard that's that is definitely not organizing a riot ray Epps, yeah he's guilty but you know the january 6th committee they this is a whole thing it's nothing but a scam uh they have nothing else build back better failed which it would have failed anyways because it was horrible policy and um inflation i would like to, I would like to believe
1: that congressman <laughs> i would love to believe that i i, I remain in very skeptical of what uh, those senators will do uh, and uh, frankly I'm uh, I'm not going to believe uh, some of the positions taken publicly until I actually see them voted uh in uh, uh in conformity to those public positions. Uh I hope that doesn't make me a cynic but I'm certainly a skeptic. What do you Yeah,
0: think? well I I you know what I to- I don't disagree with you. I we will have to see what they do but uh, whatever happens, those policies are horrible and just America lasts and we'll have to do everything we can to stop them. So I'm there with you. We'll see what happens.
1: The, the cancel culture. The Pope comes out, says it's an effort to rewrite history and more. Uh, the Pope standing up. Uh, and I thought, I wonder what Congressman Green thinks of the position taken by the, uh, the leader of the Catholic Church and what uh, difference it might make Ah, uh, to a uh, practicing Catholic, as he calls himself, a devout and practicing Catholic, uh, one Joe Biden. Do you think? Uh, do you think he has to uh, examine uh, his moral compass and his uh, conscience and heart?
0: I certainly hope so, because his is way off. <laughs> his compass is about as broken as they come. But then again, that's Joe Biden's uh, mental state, isn't it? I, you know, I still think it's so shameful uh, of the Biden family to allow Joe Biden to run for president. He, he just is not in a state of mind or uh, we don't know where his mind is half the time. And I think it's appalling that the family did that to him. And, you know, I, I think he does need to he they need to help him examine his moral compass. Uh, for me, you can't you can't be pro-abortion and be a practicing Catholic. I just don't think that lines up, and I, I wish I'd, I would like to see the church uh, make stronger statements on that in regards to politicians like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi
1: and others. Well, there are cynics, of course, uh, on the right in particular, who believe that Joe Biden was never meant to be uh, even a transitional figure. He was meant to be a figurehead all along, while a, a committee and cartel, a cabal of uh, of radical Dems and uh, neo Marxists uh, really pulled the strings and directed him in the direction uh, of their policy objectives, an open border, a constant illegal immigration. Today, we hear the Chamber of Commerce comes out and says, we want wide open illegal immigration into this country. It's stunning to see what we are witnessing is a, a collaboration between big business, big finance and Wall Street, and the radical left of the Democratic Party.
0: Oh, I think you're right. I agree with you again. Yeah, it, and that is that that combination. I call it an unholy union uh, with the corporate elites and and politicians working together to create policies that only serve themselves but hurt small businesses and most regular people. And that's what the Democrats are doing. And you're right about Joe Biden. He is just that puppet out there on the stage, you know, saying the talking points as best as he can possibly read them. And yeah, there are people planning things behind the scenes and and pulling the levers. And that's why we have to hold the entire Democrat Party accountable for everything that they try to blame on Joe Biden, because that's all of them. And they own every single bit of this disaster that they've done to America. I mean, talking about migrants or illegal aliens at the border just the surge continues and 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 they're not worried about vaccinating those people while they're mandating vaccines through OSHA and people are losing their jobs while we're all waiting for the supreme court to rule and yeah everything that's happening is is the country that i certainly never thought i'd see in my lifetime and it's appalling and but what shocks me is when are the american people going to say we've had enough I, you know, we see in these other countries marches in the streets and they're protesting and protesting, but we haven't seen that in America. And it's it's pretty disappointing to me. I really wish that people would get out there and say, we've had enough of this.
1: Do you think people are, you know, you've spent some time uh, with your 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 district, your constituents here over the holidays. Do you think people are afraid? Do you think they're indifferent? Do you think the the moderates and the Conservatives and independents are simply afraid uh, to walk out into the street and demonstrate uh, for the fundamental values of this country to uh, demonstrate against a an administration that is lying with almost its every breath, uh, whether it's uh, fiscal policy, whether it is uh, economic policy, whether it is foreign policy, the president is not forthcoming. He is not. Uh, in any way, transparent with his policies. I mean, he's talked with Xi Jinping four times, and we still don't know about what and what was said, what was agreed upon, if anything. Uh, But we do know this, that Xi Jinping continues to insult with impunity the United States and uh, its president, Joe Biden.
0: Yeah, it is. That is terrifying. We should know what our president is talking about with the president of China. China is Uh, I would argue surpassed America now because of the Democrats policies. And this, this should be information that, that our president should be sharing with the American people. But I do think people are afraid, Lou. I think, I think it's a combination of people are afraid uh, because of the response of January 6th. But I also think a lot of people don't know what to do. I think they're still in shock over and trying to figure out what is happening with our government. They, they, in America, we've never seen this before. And we always kind of probably took our freedoms for granted. And now that they're literally being ripped out of our hands, I think that many Americans are kind of taking cover and ducking and saying, let's ride it out. And, and they're hoping Republicans take back the House in 22 and stop it all and change everything. But I really want Americans to be more courageous and and remember their First Amendment and and get out there and show, you know, protests and say we're not going to tolerate this. We don't want our kids masked. We, we want them in school. We want them educated, not with CRT, but with good uh, curriculum that that raises the bar, doesn't lower it. We stop this insanity at the border. We, we want border security, support border patrol, support ICE. We, we They should be out there demanding that these mandates end, that, yeah, we want to protect the people in the risk groups and help them, but we should be mass producing monoclonal antibodies so that we can save lives for anyone, not based on skin color or any other category, but save lives for anyone that gets sick and get our economy going. It, all this stifling uh, insanity on businesses and our economy is so wrong. Our jobless rate stay, you know, continues to, it do, It doesn't recover. Unemployment isn't recovering because testing everyone to see if they have COVID or not to go to work is, is ridiculous. I mean, before COVID, you didn't go to the doctor unless you were really sick. And, and then you went to the doctor and, you know, and you, you, you went to work it, even sometimes when you had the sniffles you stayed home if you had a fever, but everyone still worked and and the world still went around and and everyone did their job. But I just really want Americans to realize that they have a small window in time here where they need to hold the government accountable and tell them to stop.
1: Exactly. And we need to tell a number of the CEOs in this country and corporate America to stop. Among them, Jamie Dimon, the chief executive officer of uh, JPMorgan Chase, the largest bank in the country, uh, uh, threatening his employees who haven't been vaccinated. Um, I, almost 100% of uh, the, his employees have been, but he's threatening uh, people who uh, by conscience and uh, by force of their own uh, reasoning, uh, as they've researched uh, the effect of these vaccines and the consequences of their choices, have chosen not to be vaccinated. And he has the temerity to say he's going to fire them. Uh, and I would fire Jamie Diamond right now for just his hubris, his arrogance, and his ignorance. This is not a man who belongs the, at, at the top of an American corporation. I know he thinks it's a global corporation uh, and perhaps he's uh, in he, conforming to his own values and mine, uh, but uh, you know, I think really he should be told to go to hell uh, by the president, uh, this president will not do that ever, because these are his masters. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's time this country and by the way, our congressmen and our senators say you will listen to the, the policies of the United States and you will, you will put America first. Uh, he does not and he does not uh, put anything but his own authoritarian bent uh, first. It's disgusting to me to watch it. your thoughts.
0: Oh, I, I totally agree. I feel that way about Twitter as well. They just kicked me off their platform. They're unelected and, and Twitter has declared themselves to the power that, that controls all information, uh, even kicking off an elected member of Congress. They kicked off president Trump while he was a sitting president and they, they say they can determine what's right and wrong. Same way with this, the CEO of J uh, of what was it? JP Morgan.
1: Yes. JP Morgan. Yes.
0: Yeah, he this this global mentality of these elite CEOs uh, that they can command their employees have to be vaccinated, and and then they you know they want to go even further. Here's what really bothers me: this these vaccine mandates can go so much further, and it gets out of control. They want the passport vaccine passport, right. which creates an ID if you're vaccinated or not. Uh, now we've got the vaccine database where people can be on a list. And, and then what comes next? They want they want the ability uh, for people to be able to pursue life, liberty, and happiness based on their vaccine status. That is as un-American as it comes. Um, the ability to work a job, go to a rest dr- restaurant, go to a gym, a club, uh, maybe even church eventually is, is all going to ride on the fact of whether we're vaccinated or not. No, this is insanity. And yeah. but the it's, I call it corporate communism because they're pushing these policies through these large corporations and yeah. they're pushing it down on their people. And it's awful.
1: It is awful. And it's, uh, it's just another example of what has become a, a combine, a, a vicious car, cartel and cabal uh, between business and, and government in this country. Uh, and that when the chamber of commerce is lining up with the government of Mexico, the government of China against the government of the United States, uh, and the people of the United States and doing so with abandon publicly, you know, where the power has shifted in this country. Uh, you know, and we're talking about the American people, your constituents and all of our fellow citizens, you know, if they're not a little afraid of protesting in public right now, uh, I, I think probably they hadn't been paying attention to because when people start throwing these protesters from January 6th in jail, some of them not receiving charges of something like uh, 500 charges, Uh, most of those charges have been reduced to this point by uh, federal judges to uh, misdemeanors for crying out loud. They Mm -hmm. overcharged these uh, poor people. Uh, They uh, prosecuted them vigorously uh, and reflecting their political their political bias uh, and intentions in every one of these cases, almost every one of these cases. It's disgusting. And if that didn't have a chilling effect on Republicans and independents and moderates in this country, what in the world would, Uh, this has to be stopped. The idea that the attorney general uh, is suddenly uh, capable of declaring people domestic terrorists is sickening. And it has to have, it has to scare some Americans. Uh, It also should infuriate, I think, every American that we have a chief law enforcement officer who has the temerity to lie to the American people and carry out a propaganda war, a psychological operations uh, warfare campaign against the American people, because that is what this administration is doing. Uh, They're talking about if you disagree or you dissent from the leftist ideology uh, that despises this country and wishes to neutralize uh, all of our rights—that uh, I don't know when dissent would be more appropriate—and I can't imagine what this country will become if we don't stand up right now to it and declare it to uh, at an end.
0: Oh yeah, no, it is—it is really alarming. I think—I think people are afraid. I think that they're—they are angry. And I think that they're waiting and watching, you know. And then there's even people that went along and they said, you know, I'm going to get my vaccine and I'm going to do my part. And they right. they really thought they were doing the right thing. But now they're fed up because even though they got vaccinated, they're still being told they have to wear a mask. They're still being told, you know, they're still being given all these rules, and they're they're just shocked. Like when will it ever end? Um, but but no, I th- I think people are maybe they're just unsure of what to do, like what to do with their emotions and how do you make it stop? And I I just truly believe that's why this election is so important, but it's important that people not only turn out and vote, but that they get in there and volunteer in the elections, work in the election offices and watch and make sure that nothing bad happens. Because if we don't start turning things around and and getting the majority back this year, and then again, in 2024, I do not know what's going to happen in this country. I, I tell you what, I can't believe it. Here in Congress, um, w- the, the Democrats are upset because I don't wear a mask on the House floor. Right? They're so upset about it. And I'm not vaccinated. And I make that widely public, although I'm not against anyone that gets the vaccine. I think it's a choice. I'm, I'm for the freedom of anyone to choose. Um, Amen. But but here's a letter came out yesterday. They want to, this is so ridiculous. They want me and anyone else that doesn't wear a mask to go sit up in the this COVID box that Nancy Pelosi built last year. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a plexiglass walled in corner of the house chamber. And she built it last year. And it's specifically for anyone that's sick, if they had COVID symptoms or they were COVID positive. They're supposed to go up there and sit in that box, but now they're asking the sergeant at arms to put me and anyone else that doesn't wear a mask up in the COVID chamber. So here they are. It's like now we're the we're the unclean. We're a subclass of of people, even in Congress. And de- where the will deplorables.
1: This go? the deplorables? The deplorable. Yeah,
0: that's right. The deplorables. And isn't it odd that we're hearing rumblings that Hillary Clinton may run for? Pre- for president while truly americans that that aren't vaccinated or don't play along with the psychosis that the democrats are waging mm-hmm. on america um yeah and then he, here we're the deplorables for sure and then hillary <laughs> might actually run for president you can't even make this stuff up
1: yeah she's going to run for president she is the same woman whose campaign uh at the very least gave money to the law firm to, that was to create the phony dossier against President Trump. She, her campaign is responsible for that dossier, which became the premise for the special counsel investigation, all of it, a fraud, all of it, a sham and all of it, an effort to overthrow the president of the United States on baseless charges and. Four years of investigation, special counsel, impeachment investigations, you name it, FBI investigations before he even got into office, and they have nothing on this man and continue to hound him because he scares them to death. He is for the forgotten American. He is for working men and women and small business people. And he is willing to put his life and his family's uh, comfort and lives on the line to to fight the Mexican drug cartels, to fight the Chinese, the Russians, and anyone who does not understand the Constitution and the fact that this is a constitutional republic, and by God, it is a special place with special people. Uh, we have a great obligation to the former president, and I hope that people have the judgment and the energy uh, to to see that clearly and act accordingly. Your thoughts?
0: Oh, I. I hope so too. and I you, when you were just talking now, I was remembering all the reporting you did on the the whole Trump Russian collusion lies that they were they were telling. I mean, it was unreal and you covered that over like day after day, night after night. and it was amazing. And, and now look at what they're doing. and I don't know if you've seen what Mark Elias has been putting out on his Twitter page and he wrote an article. I think it was for the Democracy Coalition. And they they're they're laying out the whole plan again, and yep. it's it's just a different subject, but it's all through the January 6th committee. But it's the same playbook. They're they're laying out the plan of using the the January 6th so-called insurrection to disqualify members of Congress and President Trump, so he can never run again. And you're right, they they're terrified of President Trump, and it's because he stood for the regular american the the working man and woman and you know is the jobs that went away to foreign countries and the never ending wars and he he stood up and said no we're going to stop all of this and our borders mean something and our traditional family values mean something and and faith in god and the unborn and boy when when president trump talked about those things that's when they all came against him and they're doing it again and yep. it's really because they hate the American people. They yep. really hate the American people.
1: These, these I, th- I think you're exactly right. These globalist elites, whether they're at the Justice Department uh, telling a, 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 a prominent U.S. Senator, Senator Rand, uh, Rand Paul, uh, that uh, he really shouldn't pry too deeply into Dr. Fauci's uh, activities, his uh, uh, actions and reasoning uh, because that, you know, that was, you know that would be somehow uh, sullying, uh, and and, un, and the result would be you know it's just something that we don't want to achieve. That is truth. Uh, I, I mean, Fauci should be fired right now. He should be gone uh, for the very reasons that Senator Rand Paul uh, pointed out, uh, and and that is that the man is uh, a walking caricature of arrogance and hubris, and uh, he is absolutely delusional. Uh, and when he talks about himself being the embodiment of science itself, we've reached a new level. I suspect that the left will be building a pyramid somewhere in the uh, uh, the Midwest with a three or four hundred foot uh, apex, so that everyone will know that Dr. Fauci was uh, entombed there uh, when he does pass uh, from this earth. Uh, it's it's ridiculous the arrogance of the left. The uh, the delusion of these people to think they're smarter you know there's a very simple saying that uh, i think is perfect for any american you know not one of us is as smart as all of us but you know if it's dr fauci if it's joe biden oh okay well then you know put put down your your hand it's not your turn to speak we need to we need to fix this we need to fix it in a hurry uh, I, I i want to point out one thing if i may congressman Joe Biden yeah. back Joe Biden back in 2005 and 2019 said that to get rid of the Senate filibuster would be an act of arrogance of power, even as he's out on the uh, the bustings, uh, campaigning for its demise. There is no shame. There's no embarrassment. There is no. It, it is just so hypocritical and sickening, to watch the man not even know what his past is, and not understand the present that he happens to be in.
0: It is, it is, it is terrifying. It's, it's like, he's, he's living in an alternate reality and all of them are uh, Dr. Fauci. When you were talking about Dr. Fauci, he, his arrogance is really unnerving, but it's also the way they look at Dr. Fauci. It's, it's like a religion. It's like he's some kind of cult leader of, of some, Well, science, and he declares himself to be science. So if you're attacking Dr. Fauci, you're attacking science. But then oddly enough, if they really valued science, why, why isn't Dr. Robert Malone's voice important to them uh, inventing the MRNA vaccines? And he's saying, look, these things are bad. Don't take them. Um, But yet they reject his, his opinion and his, his data and the fact that he made these vaccines and it's important but yeah joe biden is is completely functioning uh as if the man that he used to be is no longer there uh going along with what you know and he'll say it he slips up in his speeches oh i'm I'm not supposed to say this or i'm not supposed to answer questions and you know and i'll get in trouble he'll say that i'll get in trouble which is so disturbing. It's like, well, who's going to be mad at you, Joe? Who are you going to be in trouble with? Um,
1: I think he's referring, I think he's referring, obviously, to the left-wing cabal uh, that directs the White House uh, by whatever manner and means. Uh, And I've got a deal, as we're wrapping up here, comes word that the Justice Department, is creating a domestic terrorism unit to counter rising threats from domestic terrorists, which we know in the minds of uh, the attorney general includes uh, uh, disgruntled parents uh, who are uh, trying to have their voices heard at school board meetings. Uh, We know that uh, it also includes uh, the the FBI because they have an organization already uh, working on uh, those parents. I, I mean, I don't know what's going on here with this administration, uh, but it seems that most of their energy is spent working against those who would be uh, parents, citizens, uh, actively engaged in their communities, uh, their, their towns, the boards of education. Uh, Congresswoman, I, I don't know what you do against a, a, an administration that is intent upon cowering the American people into silence.
0: Well, I tell you what, what I want to do. I had a, I had a good meeting this morning with a very solid group of my colleagues and we were discussing the department of justice and the FBI. And the fact that, that it, you know, it seems to be that these agents or provocateurs or or assets, whatever you, whatever they are with the federal government that embed themselves in groups of people. Now they're not just there gathering intelligence uh, on a bad group of people. They seem to be there actively engaging, participating and planning these things, which if you look at the Governor Whitmer plot and then look at January 6th, we're very concerned that that may be what went on. But here's here's what here's the truth that they need to remember that they don't they have forgotten Congress funds the FBI and the Department of Justice and Congress can create Congress can dissolve the FBI and the Department of Justice. And so a meeting I had this morning is when the Republicans take back, we need to be very brave, we need to be very courageous, and we need to make sure that we're able to rein in the FBI and the Department of Justice, because parents are not terrorists. Parents are the ones that they should be making sure have the rights, not the communist school boards that are hurting their children. And, you know, that that's how we, what we have to do is we have to rein this government back in. And that is the only way to lead this country if we get a Republican majority back in control of Congress and then hopefully in 2024 in the White House and Senate as well.
1: Congressman, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, those two other developments, the army scheduled to uh, conduct a two week guerrilla war training exercise in North Carolina. Uh, to teach special forces how to overthrow, quote, an illegitimate government uh, just after, uh, weeks after the Justice Department was announcing its new domestic terrorism unit. I, I mean, they're saying something, and they're saying it very loudly. And I have the feeling that, uh, that most Americans are not hearing this. Uh, who's going to decide that that's an illegitimate government? Who's going to decide uh, what happens with our, our military? and they're training them to take action within our borders. This is an outrage. This should be investigated right now by the Congress uh, and the Senate. And I mean, by God, brought uh, brought to heel. Uh, it's time to take seriously these fools because they're playing with the future of this country, future generations of Americans and, and our very existence. Your thoughts as we wrap up, you always get the last word here on The great america show
0: well thank you so much lou i completely agree with you you know when it comes to training our military forces they need to be trained well uh definitely not going woke so i do appreciate good training but i don't know why we we would be training them to overthrow our government and i don't know who declares that needs to be done that is extremely concerning to me um but i i think that congress we have to do a better job for the American people. It needs to be more more about actions and less about words. We've promised and promised and promised, but it's time for Republicans to deliver. Um, that's that's oftentimes why my colleagues here uh, have a hard time with me because I'm pushing them for action. And so, yeah, no, we should not have have an army training, two-week training camp that is in means to overthrow a government because we need to focus on America first. Um, and it shouldn't be have have anything to do with overthrowing other people's governments. And then I'm not sure who they would be attacking here at home. But we need to focus on our country. We need to focus on our families, our businesses, our borders and reigning in the current tyrannical government uh, and making sure that they work for the people again. So that is that's my focus. One thousand percent. And I'm so glad I got to talk to you today. I absolutely enjoy it. And, and I'm always grateful to come on your show So thank you so much. And thanks, you know, thanks for having me on.
1: Well, Congressman, it's always a delight to have you with us and to talk with you and to hear your thoughts. Uh, Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene, one of the real leaders of this Congress and making, in my opinion, a great difference in this country. Uh, I will uh, I will say that her voice is, I think, treasured by most Americans, Uh, certainly uh, working men and women, uh, small business folks uh, who are Feeling very profoundly, uh, a government uh, encroachment upon their liberties. Uh, we thank you, Congressman, for being uh, part of the resistance to those efforts by this uh, this government that seeks to be ever larger and diminish further uh, the the Constitution and our rights as citizens. Marjorie Taylor, great. thank you. Thank, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much.
0: Okay. Thank you. Bye bye.
1: Bye bye. And uh, joining us tomorrow will be uh, Senator Rand Paul. We'll be talking about his encounter with the dreaded Dr. Fauci, uh, a man who he, he, he confronted directly. Uh, and uh, I would say vigorously uh, about uh, his, uh, his role as a spokesman uh, that has somehow turned into a position of, uh, of intense media leadership I'll put it that way. Tomorrow, Senator Rand Paul joins us. A reminder that uh, the former president, uh, President Donald Trump, will be joining us next week here on The Great America Show. We thank you for being with us. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for being with us today. God bless. Join us again tomorrow for The Great America Podcast. Stay in the fight. Truth, justice, and the American way will prevail against all enemies, against all odds.